continue today in our Limud of Mishnah Yomi. Today we are going to do two Mishnayas, the last Mishnah in the first chapter, Mishnah Zion, seventh chapter, seventh Mishnah in the first chapter, as well as the first Mishnah in the second chapter. So Mishnah Zion says as follows, Avru nanu. If the last seven fast days went by and there is still no more rain, so remember, as we learned in the previous Mishnah, we capped the number of fast days at 13. So if, if, if unfortunately 13 fast days go by and there's still no more rain, we will not go ahead and decree or declare any more fast days, but we will institute other restrictive practices. We decrease business dealings. We decrease building and planting. Marriages. And greetings between one person and his fellow. So what the Mishnah really indicates over here is, even though we won't declare any more fast days, we create a more somber tone within the community. So we'll decrease unnecessary business dealings. We'll decrease unnecessary building and planting. We'll decrease, or we won't decrease marriages. We want people to get married, but we, we kind of mute the nature of the celebration. We do it in a less celebratory way. People should greet one another, but they greet one another in a more reserved fashion. Like individuals who have been shunned by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. See, what the Mishnah is expressing is we look at the lack of rain as a sign of divine displeasure. So because of that, the way we conduct ourselves is reflective of people who feel a bit shunned by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. But the Talmud the Torah scholars, do in fact continue to go ahead and fast until the end of the month of Nisan. So they will engage in these periodic fast days in order to bring the rain up until the end of the month of Nisan. However, again, if it rains after Nisan, Simen Klala. This is a sign, this is not a good thing. Simen Klala literally means a sign of a curse, right? The idea being that rain after the month of Nisan is no longer beneficial. Shene Amar, as the Pasig in Shmuel Aleph says, Halo Hayom. The Pasik says, Shmuel Hanavi says, Halo it is the time of the harvest. It is the time of the harvest. And again, Ekra Kolos Umatar. So Shmuel, so Shmuel indicating to us that once the time of the harvest comes, which is at the end of the month of Nisan, rain is no longer beneficial. And of course, the most basic reason for that is because after the time of harvest, often the grain is left out in the field to dry, and rain could ruin the grain. And therefore, Halacha rain after the month month of Nisan is considered to be a simon klala. This concludes the first chapter of Mesechas Tainis, Mazel Tov, the completion of our first chapter in Mishnah Yomi. We now continue on to Mishnah Beis. Seder Ta'anios Ketzad. So now the Mishnahis are going to go through a bit more with these fast days. So we spoke about 13 fast days. The Mishnah now is going to go through what these actual fast days look like, or more specifically, what the prayer service of these fast days looked like. So, So first thing we do is we take the Aron. We take the Ark out of the Shul and we move it. We move it into the street. And the Gemara says so profoundly that essentially the declarative statements we're making is Za'aknu Bitsina, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we cried out to you in private, right? We dive into you in our shuls, but we were not answered. And now we go ahead and we bring our tfilos into the public sphere. So we bring the ark into the street. And we place ash 
on top of the ark. We place ash on the head of the Nasi, who is the leader of the Jewish people, Uberosh Avdezdin, and on the head of the, on the, on the actual physical head of the head of the Jewish court. So meaning, we're bringing the ark out, and the ark, remember, understand the Aron is something that is such a fixture of the shul. The act of bringing the ark from inside the shul to the outside is such a profound act of desperation. Placing the ash on the ark, on the head of the Nasi, on the head, of the ranking judge of the Beisdin, all of this represent an incredible, almost like mournful, desperate situation. And everybody places ash on their head as well. So the ranking elder says to the people assembled, Divrei Kibushin, the Gimar says, Divrei Kibushin are Dvarim, Words that capture the heart. The idea is, again, going with the previously expressed motif, that the lack of rain is understood to be a sign of divine displeasure. It means that Chal Yisrael has done something wrong. So the goal is to do tshuva. The goal is to repent. The goal is to turn this around. So the ranking elder says meaningful, moving words in an effort to get everyone to do tshuva. And what does he say? Achinu. This is a quote. This is what he would say. Achinu, my brothers. By the people of Ninveh, the story of Yonah. So the Navi doesn't say that Hashem saw their sackcloth and Hashem saw their fasting. Rather, what does the Navi say? It says Hashem saw their actions. For they repented from their evil ways. So the word, the sentiment that's being expressed over here is, what turns, remember again, when Yonah comes into the city of Ninveh, he says to the people of Ninveh, in another 40 days, the city of Ninveh is going to be overturned. Overturned. And they, put, they, they turn it around. The people of Ninveh do tshuva. But what the, what the Mishnah is pointing out over here is that by the people of Ninveh, it wasn't their fasting or their wearing of sackcloth that caused that Kodesh Baruch Hu to turn around their decree. But rather, again, what was it? Vayar elokimes ma'aseyem kishavu midarkam haro'o. What changed things was that Hashem saw their actions, for they had repented from their evil ways. So the Zakim, the elder, is saying to the people assembled for the fast day, fasting is a good start, and wearing sackcloth and ash is a good start, but the goal is to engage in comprehensive cathartic change. The goal Goal is to do tshuva. Ubik Habala Omer quotes the passage from Yo, from Yoel. Vikiru levavchem v'al bigdechem. The Navi says, "Tear your hearts and not your clothing." The idea being that on any fast day. It's easy to think that you fulfill your obligation by simply engaging in the behaviors of fasting, of going and putting ash, of tearing your clothing. But the sentiment that's being expressed over here is fasting is a means. The ash is a means. The tearing of clothing is a means, ultimately, to affect true tshuva. Because it's only if we change our actions, it's only if we change our direction, it's only if we change our behaviors that we have the ability to avert the negative decrees in life. We'll stop over here. Emirat Hashem, tomorrow we'll continue with the Mishnahis of Bayes and Gimel. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.